0: So Timmy, what do you <laughs> talk yes, about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you talk about in your premarital counseling with your couples?
1: That's a good question. I cover three topics primarily. One is love languages, so the compatibility of how you show love and how you receive love, how you feel loved, you know, what 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 your partner needs to do to communicate that they love you. Cuz you know, you hear a couple say uh, couples like that have already been together for a while. They go, I just don't feel loved. And he's like, "Well, I bring you cards or I do (laughs) this or I do that. But apparently that's not her love language, right? He needs to do the dishes, not bring her flowers, you know? So that's the first part. We talk about love languages, how we communicate with each other. The second piece is uh, how to fight and fight fair. Mm. I talk a lot about John Gottman's material, um, which I think it's like he can 90 within 96% accuracy, he can judge whether a relationship will make it long term based on how couples fight. So do they fight with honor? Do they fight respectfully? Do they fight in a loving way? Or do they go for the juggler and low blows and try to cut the legs out from underneath each other? Because that's not healthy. And the last one we talk about, it's very practical things that lead to more love, dating, you know, activities together, vacation, making sure just like to have a nice lawn, uh, like a lawn, like you're, mm-hmm. you're in front of your house you have to mow it. You have to seed it. You have to aerate it. You have to fertilize it. You know what I mean? Like you
0: have to care for it. You have
1: to care for it. Right. And if you don't care for it, it will reflect the lack of care. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a relationship is exactly the same as a lawn. It reflects the care that's put into it. If you care for your partner, um, if you're communicating in a loving way that communicates love to them, when you have disagreements, if you're doing it in a loving, kind, honoring, respectful way to, rather than to win, if you're trying to win an argument with your partner, like if I win and you lose, it's <laughs> yeah, a loss. It's a loss. If you win and I lose. It's a loss. Yeah. We want to win, win. The only way to win, win is, Hey, what do you think? What do I think? What, what's the meeting in the middle? Like, how can we make this work? And that's huge. Our, in fact, I would say because that's part of communication, that's the biggest piece when it comes to relationships is communication. And then, of course, just the the practical things. You know, I, I coach uh, couples all the time that have been married 5, 10 years. I actually had a client. They've married 35 years. I was like, what are you talking to me for? But anyway,
0: <laughs> I should be you know, picking your yeah, brain. I know. I was like,
1: wow. Uh, but they said, you know, you do with a lot of couples. This is what you do for a living. So, you know, you read all the stuff. So, you know, and we want you to kind of take a peek into our relationship and see what's up. and Oddly, you know, as we got to talking, I was like, ah, I see what's going on here. They'd been together just so long that they just kind of like sank into like a rut and they weren't going on vacation. They weren't going on dates. They weren't, they were just existing together. And I I, I realized that 80% of a relationship is grocery shopping, changing diapers, feeding the dog, picking up dog shit. Yeah. Going to work, coming home, like you know what I mean, like yeah, that's eighty, maybe even ninety percent, Pammy, of a relationship. It's just the day to no- day normal shit. But even in a committed partnership, there has you have to make time to date. You have to make time for intimacy. You ha- and not just intimacy, like you want to do it, right. okay? <laughs> like, like what I teach and believe in is you got to have a sex night, like where tonight we're not doing a movie we're doing candles. I've got rose petals leading to the bed. Like you make it a night, like really something special, right? Romantic,
0: Very romantic. Yeah. <laughs> like you really
1: make it a romantic evening of, you know, massages and just like, you know, like really make it a thing, yes. you know, rather than just doing it, you know, um, nothing wrong with doing it. I get that. That's, that would be again, probably the 80, 20 rule 80% of the time. Yeah. You know, you're rolling over on each other in the morning and, you know, or whatever, like I get it. That's normal. But I think my personal opinion that even in a committed relationship, there needs to be that sauciness, you know, the blowjob in the car, the, the sex, not at home the, somewhere yeah, like the, like,
0: the, the flirty texts yeah. and calls. And yeah, I mean,
1: honestly, the stuff you did when you were dating, yeah. when you first met, yeah. It's the sexy texts. It's the sexy notes. It's the surprises. You know, it's not, I plan it. They don't know I planned it. Right. Right. So it is planned out, but they're just not, to them, it's a surprise. Yes. And by, in both, I feel like that's a, my responsibility as a man. And then I would want my partner to surprise me on occasion too. Like it's really just caring for each other. Yeah. You know, really being intentional about it. So, yeah. Love and dating with Timmy and Pammy. I should (laughs) pre-record that. Oh shit. I should pre-record that. Even though I, I seem to have it down. I think I've nailed it.
0: It's good. I, yeah, I like it. It's, it's natural. It flows. It (laughs) it makes us laugh. Oh my
1: God. (laughs) Uh, how have you been? I'm good. Good.
0: <laughs> I'm good. That seems like a, is that a, you just lobbing me something there, too? Uh, no, I don't it? know. I was just, <laughs> how
1: you doing? <laughs> uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about love, dating, relationship stuff. Of course, we'll the probably, use. the usual, we'll be all over the map, I'm sure. But Pam and I were talking just before the we turned the mics on about love at first sight, which do you believe in love at first sight? Mm, eh. Yeah.
0: I don't know. That's a hard one. Um, I, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I have to, I, I hesitate enough. I'm going to have to say no. Right. I
1: I believe in attraction at first sight. I,
0: yes. Attraction at first sight, but I don't believe in love at first sight. I I think it takes time, um, to, to get really get to know someone, to know their heart, to know if that's someone that you can trust and, and trust with your heart. and all of the things do they match up with everything and that's the practical side of it for me like i'm such a romantic i want i want to feel safe i want to feel secure i want to feel i want to feel that love i want to feel that connection and all of those things so and that to me does it's impossible in my book for that to happen instantly
1: yeah because there's let's just be honest love at first sight just means that they are physically appealing to you yes there's something you obviously about them. don't know them right. at, uh, at all yeah so yeah you. i'm with you i don't believe in love at first sight i i and i don't think and i'm a romantic person mm-hmm. but i don't believe in it because it's just not it's not <laughs> it lives in the land of fairy tales clearly you can't l- look at someone and know that you love them now mm-hmm. you can look at them and feel feelings of love you know yes. what I mean? Like yes. you could, you sure. could feel like yes. you do love them. Yeah.
0: That could have been, that could be a trigger from a past, you know, <laughs> relationship or whatever. Like yeah. when you were in love with someone else in high school or whenever or first, mar- you know, when you first met your ex-wife or I met my ex-husband, you know, there, those feelings are still there. So yeah. it can be, that could just be a trigger. You see someone you're like, Oh you know, yeah. But yeah. I don't, I don't think there's,
1: I remember before I met Jessica, I, I did love at first sight with Blake Lively. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Of course you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> uh, but like, that's what that is to me. It's, it's a, it's a, their physical appearance is so appealing to the person that they feel like I, I love them, but I'm with you that. And maybe it's because I'm, I'm a romantic, but also I'm very realistic. Yeah. And yeah, maybe I'll get to know them and I loved their look, but then we get to know each other and they're mean. Yeah. Well, like that's clearly that wasn't, I wasn't in love with them. I was just in love with their physical appearance.
0: Right. Or just an energy that they were putting off that you, that you uh, gravitate toward. Oh, true. You know, someone who is super, super kind, not necessarily, you know, off the charts, good looking. But if they have that kind spirit about them, that could be super attractive. Yeah. And, you know, that could be the initial attraction. So it doesn't necessarily have to be looks for me. Yeah, It could be something about their personality or their, you know, just the way they show up in the room. Yeah. That could be attractive to me.
1: Absolutely. And I think Jessica would admit to this too. Her and I've talked a lot about our story, mm-hmm. you know, I for sure had an attraction at first sight. I mean, at first seeing her, there was definitely, I was, my interest was peaked right off the bat. And, and she says the same thing. She was curious right off the bat. So clearly I had some look about me or some kind of energy about me that she was interested in. And it was vice versa. Like I as well, you know, and that's the magic element, Pammy. That's the part that still to this day I'm so fascinated by How many times one or the other might have that feeling, but the other one doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and you're either rejecting someone or being rejected because they didn't share in that attraction at first sight or, or the attract, you both were attracted at first sight. And then as you got to know each other, one kept that attraction for the other person and the other person lost it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, that's just the,
0: it's the nature of love. You know,
1: it's, <laughs> it's, I've often thought, yeah. Like where does a relationship where the rubber meets the road, you know, having, having been married and was in a long marriage like you, you know, I think you said 20, 20 years, 21, Twenty one. you know, I'm 25. So real close. I often even reflect back on that. Like what, was it that kept it going you know how did we maintain the love for that long mm-hmm. um and i i don't know if i even know the answer to that outside of a lot of the things that that i teach and preach um you know continue to date continue to pour into each other and i think even in my situation with my ex you know she's a she's a good person i'm a good person you know we were uber christians so you know, divorce at the time was not even an option. So, even though I started to have feelings of, man, I'm not sure, like, like just feelings of I wanted to be with someone else, not someone else like that I had in mind. Right. You know, but and
0: there was something else out there. Yeah, like, it was just yeah, I, I, I felt
1: like there. I was missing out on my true, like, real compatibility person, but again, I'm a good person. She's a good person. So we just continued to really pour into the, the, the relationship and the kids. Um, and I think once the kids let, got older, I, this, I can't speak for anybody else except myself. I feel like that, that pressure to make it work was starting to leave. And there wasn't as much, it was like, you know what, <laughs> I'm not getting any younger. I'm just not sure I can keep spinning these plates like I'm I feel like I need to let all these plates go yeah and and move on to something else you know Um,
0: I think a lot of people and myself I think there's a sense of responsibility and obligation when you have children Mm -hmm. in a relationship not for everyone but I think that can kind of overshadow any neglect that's going on in the relationship because there's a distraction, yeah. especially when children are young, it's easy to be focused on them and their activities and those things and not so much on each other. Yeah. And I think in a lot of cases, people just don't even think about it. They're just, they're just going through the motions to, to make life work. Yeah. And then suddenly, you know, something happens and it's like, Oh, now I need to, you know, pay attention to my partner. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, an affair or uh, who knows children grow up, you know, whatever it is, like they, they get older and they, you know, are out of high school, whatever. Yeah. There's an event usually that makes people wake up and say, Oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So love feeling feelings of love. So let me think about this question again. Can you love at first sight feeling wise? Yes. I think you can feel like you love. I don't think it's real love, but I think you can feel like you love someone, which is just a deep interest connection, you know, attraction. You, you're you equating that as a love. It's not love. That's just what I've feelings. often joked. Yeah. It's just tickles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feelings. It, that's just feelings. That's just tickles in your tummy. And I think those are fine. I think they're, um, uh, a part of love, you know, I, I, you know, I think we've talked about this before we came on here, you know, there's, you can't be with someone that you have zero attraction to, right. But they're just so nice. Well, do you, are you attracted to them? Oh no, but <laughs> they're nice, but they're nice. It's, yeah. it's that magic element. You know, there's gotta be an attraction and then who the person is is what makes someone more attractive. Yes. You know, we've all met, I'm sure, at least I have, I've met people, where I met them and I thought, wow, I mean, they're pretty or whatever. And then the more I hung around them, the more I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. They're like, they're pretty goes all the way to the bone. Like they're super pretty all the way through. And that's what makes someone really genuinely beautiful. Yes, Like when I say beautiful, I, I'm assuming people understand. I'm not just talking physically when someone is a beautiful person, I'm talking about in every way Mm -hmm. they're beautiful.
0: Yeah. Is there a word for men? (laughs) <laughs> that describes outside of beautiful that because when you say so a man is handsome it doesn't have that same yeah, weight or is, you know connotation yeah. as you know a beautiful soul or a beautiful person i yeah. mean to me i would use it for either or
1: yeah. but
0: i I'm, I'm just like is there actually a word out there that describes a man with a beautiful soul
1: oh unless you say that
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess Jessica that's says it. I'm
1: beautiful all the time. Now,
0: see, <laughs> I think, and I think she calls me. Women, she says you're a beautiful soul. And I think women would do that, but I think a a, a guy, call, you know, like wouldn't say that about his friend. Right. I'd you say know, he's
1: like, a man. He's a really good dude. There you go. Really good. That's dude. what I yeah. usually say. He's yeah. a really good dude. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that was just, that was a squirrel. Yeah. No, that's, that's was just yeah. Like,
1: wow. So I when have you ever had have you ever had an attraction to someone? And that attraction like took off like a rocket and then fell, fell like, to like a, <laughs> like, like a lead like weight. A <laughs> yeah. Exploded have you in ever front of me? literally have Years. someone that you're just like crazy about right off the bat? And then it just went.
0: Yeah. I'm absolutely sure I have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yes. wonder what that is. Is that just the time will tell As You get to know someone that just become less attractive because of who they who, are.
0: I think so. I think so. Or they do something or say something that is counter to what you're actually feeling. <laughs> and yeah. then you're like, oh, it's just me. <laughs> I'm yeah. the only one that feels this way.
1: The yes. quickest thing that I've noticed in, in just all my past, like dating relationships, as I was walking this journey, is never were these intentional tests. I never have tested people i've dated like intentionally right i just would be in a situation where i, I would go okay let's see yeah. how they respond to this like this yeah. will be interesting um so i've never ever put anybody to a test but it, it seems like with time and experiences and situations and encounters and various things things reveal themselves yes you know like things all of a sudden become clearer like that was interesting how they responded to that situation. Yes, You know, um, I'm very keen to that and I don't expect someone to be perfect. I mean, no one's perfect. You know, I'm not going to respond perfectly in everything, in every situation. Um, but some things are pretty important, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm I'm not down for jealousy, you know. That's yeah. that's that's a uh, lying, not yeah, not down for lying, deceitfulness, covering, you know, hiding. hiding that's yeah. so. That was one of the things we were going to talk about today. I think, and this has been a question that I've gotten from people in the singles group a lot. Is, and I know we did, I know we did a video or did a podcast on, you know, how do you really know someone? Um, but I think the thing that concerns singles is that what are they hiding
2: mm-hmm.
1: like that's i i can't tell you how many men and women seems like i've coached mostly more women than i do men but anyway and that's the thing they're always concerned about and i think it's because they have a story mm-hmm. you know i dated him for a year then i found out that he was an alcoholic i dated this guy for that, and found out he was in debt he had a gambling problem i did it it's like it was like they somehow were blinded to those things, I guess, until they weren't. And, and I think if we're all honest, I mean, that's because anybody can do that. I suppose, mm-hmm. you know, they can hide their mental issue and their drugs that they take or their, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and it does take, sometimes it does take time because if someone's, you know, a good enough, they've done it long enough. Yeah. They're hiding it from more than just that one person. They're hiding it from, from their everybody. employer. They're hiding it from you know their parents, whatever. So it it, it takes time for those things to show up. Sometimes oh. you know, I mean, I dated dated someone not very long, you know, before I found out that they were an alcoholic, and I found out because I witnessed it, you know. And then the stories came up, the uh, excuses, and all of these things, and and I just, but I knew it, like I had a sense that this person was lying to me about it and when i questioned them further uh, you know they continued to lie and then suddenly they you know just blurted out the the truth and i was like thank you for being honest with me we're done
1: yeah <laughs> you yeah, know like I can and, do it that.
0: not necess- and it was more about the lying than it was the alcoholism because yeah. yes i don't want to date someone who's an alcoholic but I also don't want to date, I don't want to date someone who will lie to me about it and, you know, and try to cover it up with a medical excuse or something else, because that just means they'll lie to me about other things. I was gonna say, To me, that and is
1: a peeking into the window it is. of what's coming yes. in the future.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and I think that's, I mean, the key in, in dating is just be honest with people. And, and I know that there are, there's the right time and the wrong time to be honest with people about things. Yeah. But I think that the sooner you can be honest with someone about, you know, whatever it is, um you should be. Yeah. Because the longer you drag it out, the harder it's going to be for that person when you do tell them. Yeah. And for you too because right. then, you know, you're both in this, what do we do?
1: Yeah. And I think that w- Gosh, I know why people lie because they know, like, if I, if you know I'm an alcoholic, you're not going to want to date me and I still want to date you.
0: Well, and the shame of it, the shame Mm -hmm. of the reality of what they're dealing with. Um, I think sometimes has a heart, has a stronger, you know, pull than being honest, you know, shame, shame is a, that's a powerful emotion and it will, it will do all kinds of crazy things to people. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know that from personal experience, you know, and that, that I grew up in a environment of shame Yeah, and I learned how to, to, to lie so that I didn't have to tell, be honest. I didn't believe that my truth was good enough and that would just, you know, I would be in this cycle of shame. Yeah. And once I realized that I didn't have anything to be ashamed of. is that a beautiful I, day? Oh my gosh. It's so free. It's so free. And I realized I could be honest <laughs> and I could be real and authentic. Yeah. Everything changed.
1: That for me, it was when I let go of religion, when I walked away from Christianity.
0: Took me a but, little a while yeah, longer than that, yeah. but still, I mean, it definitely, yeah. that helped. <laughs> there's this,
1: There's nothing to be ashamed about. No. You know, it's like we're all human. And the reality is, If you are an alcoholic, the best thing you can do is to be honest about it. Right. Like that's the, that is the best way to get help is to be honest about it. I remember I had a first date. I sat down, ironically, we were having a glass of wine and we were just chit chatting and this woman goes, and by the way, I'm an alcoholic.
0: Why are you drinking the wine?
1: (laughs) Well, she went on to say, she goes, I'm an alcoholic. That's not in recovery. And she goes, I know I should, which I appreciated right. her honesty. Yeah. And she only had one glass of wine. That was it. You know, I mean, that was the first date. Was, <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, exactly. I should laugh Who knows. about that, but I'm just saying. Like, oh, I've this, had women show up drunk to a date.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: I had a, I literally, yep, I wanted a date. And I thought when she showed up, I thought, man, she seems drunk. <laughs> and she wasn't like out partying. She came straight from her house. Oh
0: yeah that's never good
1: no I've had yeah I've had I mean I've
0: take I've done a shot before a date before you know in the past because I was nervous or whatever sure but that was just you know a one shot I'm not gonna drink a bottle of wine or something before I go out on a date yeah
1: no I've done that I think we've all done that
0: yeah yeah
1: I've done that definitely the shot I've taken a shot just to like calm my nerves just a little Mm -hmm. bit yeah I you know all I know is that part of what love is, is trust. Mm -hmm. And it's not just trusting the other person it's trusting yourself, trusting your own intuition or trusting your own way to analyze people. And here's the other thing. So you're trusting the other person, you're trusting yourself. And this is the spiritual part is trusting the universe or God, whatever is your jam. You're trusting that if, I acknowledge this red flag and put an end to this before it gets too entangled and it's more difficult, you have to trust the universe that if I do that, there's someone, the right person is still out there. I think even, even in my short, you know, I say short, like not super short, but my three years of being single and dating around. It really was a, it was like a, it was, I was in school. I, was, I felt like I was in college learning about, it was like a crash course, you know? <laughs> yes. And that's what I learned. I learned that I could trust myself. I could trust the universe and trust whoever that I would meet. It would work. You know, that, like I told you, that's when I went off all the online dating and, you know, decided to go a different route. Um, and, you know, knock on wood it all worked out but man that was tough mm-hmm. you know it was it was tough because i struggled with i needed to make it happen yeah and there's a balance there right like it's the you know the person that wants to fall in love but doesn't do anything you know never accepts a date never goes out <laughs> never goes you know it's like How how you plan on getting the date? Like (laughs) you gonna get there? You got to go out. You got to be around people. You got to say yes to the to you know or go online. There's nothing wrong with being online dating. Nothing wrong with it. Um, but you have to you have to trust all those moving pieces fully. You know, I think to really make good decisions. Otherwise, again, this is what I did: is I tried to really take it into my own hands and i mean there was one day you're gonna laugh at me i I, one day i think i had five dates in one day yeah how
0: did that i did i did like a morning (laughs) i did a morning coffee okay
1: and then i had an afternoon i say five that's that's not true it was like five that weekend
0: Oh, okay but i
1: think in one day i had three yeah i did like a breakfast like a after you know breakfast coffee an after lunch coffee and an uh an evening happy hour oh and
0: that's not, that's not, terrible. That's, I not mean, terrible. that's not terrible,
1: but it was like, I felt it was like I was going to make this happen. Yeah. And yeah. then I just was like, Timmy, you're out and about, you meet people all the time. You're in the people business. Hello. Yeah. You're at weddings, <laughs> right? Go- yes. Googles of Googles and Googles of, of bridesmaids. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm around people all the time. Yeah. So it's not like I'm a hermit living under a rock. So clearly just give it time you're gonna come across somebody just keep your eyes open Yeah. and it took it took me a while to get there like it wasn't until about the time I met Jessica where I finally was just like you know what I am trying way too hard for this <laughs> yes. like I am really trying to make this happen yeah and I think everybody that's single has gone through that
0: I've yeah I've had that conversation with myself and I've I I love how you put that. You know, having and trusting yourself, and um, trusting the universe. And I think that that's the part that has been the hardest for me is letting go of the idea that it's up to me, and and trusting something I can't see or feel or you know what I mean. It it it, whether it's for me, it's the universe. Whatever you know, if it's God or whatever, is is letting go and, and knowing that I'm that i've been giving given all of the tools necessary for me to make a smart decision about someone and to make good decisions and and to choose for myself and the vision that i have you know for my relationship and to let go of the idea that it's all up to me and to say universe you know what you got you've got this i'm going to do my part and i think that was so that was so empowering because yeah. then i could say with conviction this person is not for me yeah
1: yeah i felt like i got to a stage where i thought you know i'm gonna partner with the universe on this mm-hmm. like i'm gonna i'm gonna partner up I like that with you know wherever i am be present know that possibly the person that i you know like my soulmate i use that term loosely you know my soulmate could be in the room mm-hmm. so keep your eyes open be open be available you know, yeah. um, and, you know, and just so happened That's how it worked out. Like I was at a place in a thing, you know, and mm-hmm. saw someone felt interested and played my part. Like, okay, Timmy, you have to, you know, step out and get their number or ask the question and, you know, are they single or, you know, and why you must know, wild, I just don't realize this when I met Jessica, that was, well, I was on a date. That's probably why. <laughs> I was, I was on (laughs) a date and it was just a date. It wasn't a girlfriend. It was just a date. Um, so that wasn't my leading line. And I never, I don't think I'd have to look back at all of our messages, our communication. I don't think I ever asked her if she was single. Interesting. And and it's funny. Lance one time made fun of my opening. That was my opening remark. Like 99% of the time, if (laughs) I was at the grocery store to walk up and go, Hey, I'm not trying to be weird. Are you single by chance? And depending on what they would say, then I would proceed. If they're like, I'm taken, I'd be like, oh, lucky guy. And I'd be like, that's it. That'd be the end of the conversation. If they were single, then I'd be like, you know, I'd say something cute, (laughs) whatever it was that I would say. But that I want to know, like, I don't want to hit on you if you're married or taken. Like, I don't want to be that guy. So, but, but that's, partnering with the universe. I'm at the grocery store. They're at the grocery store for whatever reason. We're there at the same time. You know, I looked at that as an opportunity. Like this is an opportunity that's being presented. Yeah. And that's I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast. That's a lot of how I would ever even get dates. Mm -hmm. You know, Facebook, not dating, but Facebook, Instagram, out and out and about. Yeah. Just out and about. Most all of my dates over the last three years came from Target. Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, <laughs> real life, yeah, just, just really out life. and about, even 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 during COVID, yeah, you know, um, the, the, definitely a lot online too, but yeah,
0: even with the masks on,
1: <laughs> yeah, oh my god, can I tell you a story? Yes, so, <laughs> I <laughs> I I don't want to give too many details, but I was doing what I do and met somebody and they had a mask on and pammy (laughs) they were drop dead gorgeous with the mask on (laughs) and so so attractive that i uh, i approached them and i said i think i said are you single and they said yeah and i said i'd love to grab coffee with you sometime they said i would love that i said great you know here's my number and Boom! I text them. It text right back. You know, so I was like, okay, all right, this is a you know, go. So the next day, I did you know, hey, it was great meeting you last night. When's a good time for coffee? Right. So started the process. (laughs) First time we had coffee, she walks in, orders her coffee, takes her mask off. (laughs) (laughs) Pammy, um, let's just say I don't think she'd ever been to the dentist. Oh, and. The shape, something, she wasn't ugly, it wasn't that, but something about everything from her nose to her chin was just different. It was different. And she didn't look, she looked better with the mask on. Let's just say, I don't know how else to say it. She looked, because her eyes were beautiful. She had beautiful eyes. It was wild. It was very wild but yeah. she was fine we had, a, we had a good time it was a great conversation and all that but that was just a I, I just remember sitting there and when she sat down and she pulled her mask off there was just this moment of oh
0: <laughs> you're like, like now what do i do oh wow
1: like you what look do do? different without yeah. a mask on yeah yeah i'm glad that
0: <laughs> yeah that's kind of kind of like my monkey arm guy <laughs> he yeah. showed up way different <laughs> that's like huh, this is <laughs> okay. interesting.
1: this is fascinating Um, <laughs> uh, well, what we were we talking about before um, monkey arm and mask woman.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should set them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Oh, we're going go to go hell for that. Yeah. Um,
1: Lord, forgive me. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> she was a beautiful soul.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could say that about him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had the, if you're, did you ever go on a date where, Oh, I do know a question I'm going to ask you. Okay. I'll put my finger up so I remember what it is. Uh, but have you ever been on a date that literally the second they sat down, you wanted to just get like, out of there? Yeah. You wanted to go, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm out.
0: Yeah. I have had a couple like that. And one was monkey arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, how'd
1: you handle that one?
0: Oh, I stayed, but oh. it was, it was awkward because, um, and I've never, I just remember looking around, I mean, we're sitting across from each other and I, I got a glass of wine. I needed that.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. can you and, give me three shots yeah. and a glass of wine?
0: And I, I just remember looking at the artwork on the walls. I'm a very, when I'm on a date with someone, I rarely take my eyes off of them, you know, yeah. not, not awkwardly, but I, <laughs> when,
1: you know, I'm not in a staring, right? Way, yeah. I'm
0: paying attention to what they're saying because I, you know, I'm engaging with them. With him, after a while, I'm like, I got to see what's on the walls. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, that was that was really awkward.
1: Okay, I, I had a couple of those. Yeah, you
0: know, just wanted to get out of there.
1: <laughs> yeah, just as soon as we sat down and even I literally talking.
0: walked in the door of the restaurant and he was on the opposite wall. And as soon as I saw him, I wanted to turn around and go back out. Like there yeah. was just something, I'm like, he, this is not the person he presented.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I have a question for you. So I'm, when I think, cause I know this will help all the singles out there that, you know, listen to the podcast or those that are in relationship too. I mean, we talk about all the different things about love, dating, relationships, all that. When you think of the perfect guy, like in your mind, not looking at your notebook, but just in your mind, what are you looking for? Well, and not, I mean, I know this is a personal question, but I mean, in general, like what are the things that you like and what are the things that you know those are deal breakers?
0: Yeah. Well, I do have my top five yeah. of you know, of qualities that I'm looking for in someone growth mindset, yeah. emotional accountability.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, adventurous and playful. Um, kindness, empathy, compassion, and then, um, I always forget the last
1: one. How how do you know if someone's emotionally, emotionally accountable? accountable? Um, and what does that mean?
0: Well, for me, what that means is they're not blaming others, the world for, for their, you know, for the situation or why they're angry. Um, it's not about something someone did to them. It's they own the fact that they're angry, right? They, you know, recognize that maybe they were triggered by something or someone, but that they own the fact that they're angry and how long they stay angry or, you know, whatever it is. So, um, and, and also, um, when it comes to happiness on the flip side of that, when someone says you make me so happy, my response is i may add to your happiness but you make you happy yeah like i'm not i don't want to be responsible for that right if you tell me that i make you happy well then i'm gonna make you sad yeah i'm gonna make you angry i'm gonna make that's not on me yeah. you know and so i think that's where for me that's the emotional accountability is they own it they own their shit, yeah
1: you know i always tell jessica that like i always tell <laughs> i don't i say i always tell her not like every day i'm like hey also, I was so happy, <laughs> One more thing, but I was, I do tell her often, like I was happy before I met you and I'm now still super happy. That's yeah. what, that was like such a green flag for me is that you're not taking from my happiness. That was a, a, a metric that I often in a relationship, I would be like, is this, are they taking from me? some of my happiness or some of my joy or some of my playfulness or some of my, or are they adding Adding to to it? Yes. Are they adding to my love or, you know, are they adding to my happiness? Are they adding to my joy? Are they adding to my exploratory person? Are they adding to that? Are
0: they expanding those things that already exist? Yeah. And there
1: were so many times (laughs) that, And I, you know, I just, that's how I, one of the things that I knew that Jessica was the one is there was never a time that when we were together that I was wishing that she would leave right? <laughs> or that she was coming over and I didn't want her to, right? like there was just never that. And I had that, like I like I've said that I always say this because I know maybe some of my ex dates listen to this all the women I ever dated were really wonderful women. They just weren't mine. Right. You know, they weren't the yeah. fit for me. Yeah. So they're all great, but there were just so many different times where someone maybe wanted me to come over. And I was just like, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes. I, was like oh, yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah. I'd rather just put on my pajamas and sit. <laughs> and yes. that, that was a big deal to me, Pammy. Cause that was, <laughs> if I'm honest, You know, I'm a little bit of a loner, a little bit, you know, people think I'm uh, extroverted. I'm not. I'm actually introverted and I disguise myself as extroverted because it's my job, but it, I'm not a true extrovert extrovert. I can appear and be in crowds and I can work it. I can do it all. But what people don't know is that I can't wait to go home. Like I don't enjoy that. Now, if I'm with my friends, that's a different story. But even that, like I could be with my friends for so long and then I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to go home. Yes. I'm, I'm done, you know, and, and that's, uh, here's how I know. I have a friend of mine that's, he's a true extrovert. He, the, he cannot believe that I do a wedding and leave. He, he's like, man, don't you stay for the party. <laughs> FOMO be, is like, along with. The- <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, dude, no, that's yeah. because you're an extrovert you would be fed like you, it would fill you up to overflowing to be with strangers and talk and all that. It doesn't do that for me. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I love people. It's just, I, when I don't know someone at like, like a wedding, I don't know any of their family and friends. None of them are my friends. Right. And that is just a super uncomfortable feeling. Now, no one's going to recognize I'm uncomfortable because I can handle myself you know, but inside I'm just like, like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I want to go home. With wanna, my jammies Yeah. <laughs> I want to go home and be with Jessica and my puppy and just, yeah. Yeah. Drink a cup of coffee or whatever. So anyway, so the emotional accountability, uh, what was the other one?
0: Um, so yeah, the growth mindset, emotional. So what's that look
1: like? Growth, growth mindset. mindset,
0: someone who, um, is like, great. how
1: do you determine if they're a growth mindset
0: that, um, they're not uh bound and determined to do things the same way their whole life or stay
1: they're open-minded
0: yeah they're open-minded they're not you know I have to live here or I have to you know I have to go to this restaurant or I have to be um doing you know like for me and I do a lot of personal growth type weekends and things like that i'm open to learning new things and i think that's the biggest thing is are they open to learning new things trying new things you know and that goes into the adventurous piece is you know traveling and trying new sports or just you know trying a different um going to a movie that's outside of the genres that they normally whatever it is right. just trying new things uh that's you know part of the adventure piece yeah and then of course kindness and compassion empathy um that, which is pretty easy to determine when someone is well, how other people talk about them or how they treat the staff at the restaurant or yes. at the hotel or you know whatever it might be, the Uber driver. um, and then the last one is joy and laughter, yeah, like i want I want a life filled with joy and laughter. That's just that's me, yeah, and I want to be with someone who can also have that same, you know, thought about life sure that not not taking things too seriously yeah you know there's time to be serious but you know life doesn't have to be serious
1: absolutely gosh I love laughter is a big thing I, I I'll say this just because it's a true story and I think you'll think it's cute people listening might like it too so Jessica was getting her nails no I'm sorry she was having a pedicure getting a pedicure and I know where her place is and I got done doing the wedding that I was doing and I thought man, I could, I could swing by. She's just getting going on her pedicure. You do know, will just swing by and stop in and just to say hi to her while she's getting her uh, feet done. So I did, I showed up and she was, you know, of course she was excited. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? And she wanted okay. to to me dude, the nail tech, you know, cause she got, she's been going there for years, I guess. And so they all knew about me, but had never met me. Uh-huh. So I came in and and I met everybody and I sat in the chair next to her while she was getting her pedicure because no one was in it. And I would say, I don't know, five months, five minutes into it. Cause you know, Jessica, and I, we laugh and giggle and we, we were holding hands, which I don't find that strange, but I guess, you know, whatever she's getting her pedicure, I'm holding her hand and we're talking and all that. This guy, he's probably, I, you know, I don't know. He, he looked good for his age. He was getting a pedicure himself actually. Um, just seemed like a sharp businessman. I don't know. He was probably in his late fifties, early sixties. And he said, he goes, can I just ask you guys a question? And we were like, yeah. And he said, are you guys like newlyweds or like (laughs) recently engaged or something like that? He goes, you guys, he goes, I've never seen a couple giggle and smile so much as you guys have since the second you got here. Like when she saw you, she started smiling and you guys have both been giggling and smiling since you got here. Yeah and of course we mm. continued to giggle and laugh about that we were like oh my god thank you so much that's so sweet you know yada 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 well ended up he took our card. he might be listening to this podcast Pammy. <laughs> right. he uh he took my card yeah. and, and then he found out jessica was a singer and he's he uh i think he lives over in like mission hills or over mm-hmm. in that area and they're having a private party and gonna have a band and so they're thinking nice. about yeah bringing in jessica and her band which oh. was, was cool yeah and a good band yeah oh my gosh they're excellent her voice
0: voice is is ridiculous amazing yes
1: you know what i might be able to play actually i'll be able to play a little song of hers oh good so hey ladies and gentlemen stay tuned for the end of this podcast and i'll play one of my fiance's songs uh on the podcast here yeah um anyway so so yeah so he complimented us and 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 finally you know it was i had just stopped by to just say hi so i was gonna leave And he said it again. He said, you know what, guys, like, seriously, he goes, you guys really have a neat connection. And he said, I can tell that you guys are just crazy about each other. And uh, he said, just keep that up. That's awesome. You know, I thought that was sweet. That is. And we get that kind of thing often, you know, when we're out and about people go, oh, my gosh, you guys just seem so cute together, Or, you know, and and that's just cute. I mean, that's like. We're not, I don't, we're not, I hadn't, I'm not thinking about other people seeing us. I was just excited to see her. Right.
0: You're just living your life. Yeah. We're we're just doing our thing. People, people notice those things, especially when it's lacking in their own life. Yeah. They'll notice the things that, you know, or the things they wish they had or. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, the thing that I appreciate most about my relationship with Jessica and, and one of the things that I would not have proceeded without it. And that is, she's crazy about me. Yeah, Like I'm crazy about her too, totally. But uh, the way she looks at me, the way she touches me, the way she holds me, the way she, everything about her communicates to me that she is nuts about me. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, that's how I am towards her too, but it's just nice that it's reciprocated. You know, I've said it before. It's one thing to be loved. It's another thing to be loved and wanted, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, like it's not just me that reaches for her hand. Yeah. She reaches for my hand. She wants to hold me. She wants to hug me. She wants, you know, like she wants from me, not just I'm always in pursuit and chasing her around, you know? And I hear that. I mean, and again, there's seasons, you know, of life. And, you know, I, I get that. But it it is nice that it's it's going both ways, you know. Cause you always hear those stories of like I'm always chasing my wife around for sex. Does she ever chase you? You know, like wow, like do you ever
0: catch her? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. But it's it's cute whenever, not just cute, but it's just nice when it's it's reciprocated.
0: It is. It's
1: like no, I'm yeah. not always the one just chasing her. She's chasing me too. Like right. it's a very you know. It's a very mutual. I think I tweeted this the other day. A good relationship is one that is mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. The key word is mutually. Yes. Mutually. I love you. You love me. You want me. I want you. Like there's this mutual, you know, back and forth. Yes. Which is powerful.
0: It is. And that, I mean, I think we all want that. Yeah. I mean, I do. That's, you know, that's the, that's a piece that's been, missing i think and and probably because i didn't pay attention to what was important to me and got into a relationship with someone who was not right for me you know and then those things start happening and then it's like oh i think i like them either i like them more than they like me or they, you know, or they're just not right for me. Yeah. You know, but
1: the biggest piece for me as you were going over your list, I, I, that's why I was asking about the emotional Mm -hmm. accountability. Mm -hmm. I just say emotional maturity is in my mind. Like that was the one thing that, that that also was non-negotiable for me. Mm -hmm. Like I need someone mature. I, you know, I don't, jealousy is not going to work for me. Um, Moody is not going to work for yeah, me. Yeah. Um, catty, you know, gossipy, like all that to right. me. And I do. I I don't think gossip is anything other than just emotional immaturity. Yeah, you're I you're agree. an immature person that gossips about other people, and I don't have an interest in that yeah. at all. And I think find having found happiness before I met Jessica was key because. Yes, I did long for a partnership. I I mean I really did. Like there was a piece of me that really did long for it. But I was so like I was genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing missing from my life. Good mm-hmm. friends, doing well financially, cute apartment. You know what I mean? Like I was just like w- g- phenomenal kids. You know what I mean? I was just like, I don't know. Like everything's perfect in my life. Whoever's going to come into my life better be fucking pretty dang special (laughs) because I'm not going to settle. Right. Like I'm not going to settle. No way. And, and, and getting the order right of what was important, you know, all the different things, you know, what are you going to spend your 10 bucks on? Like that question that we've talked about that Lance asked me if Timmy, if I gave you 10 bucks, How are you going to split that up with looks and personality and, you know, spirituality and emotional maturity? Like where, where do you put most of your money and a hundred percent or not a hundred percent, but majority of my money was going to be into personality, emotional maturity, you know, someone that's a beautiful person on the inside. Yeah which will make them beautiful on the outside. Absolutely. You know, like I've said a million times, I got lucky because Jessica just happens to be beautiful too exteriorly. But, but if she wouldn't have been beautiful inside her, her beauty, which is astounding, wouldn't have done it for me. Right. I mean, no, nobody could like, she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. And if she was not beautiful on the inside, sorry i'm not that's sorry yeah i'm just not going to do it so so getting that order correct that's why when love at first sight <laughs> that's based yeah. on looks entirely yeah. yeah you know now love at the end of a first date uh still even then i would say nah it's not real love 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 yet mm-hmm. but yeah if you have a first date i mean I, there's yeah. no doubt after my first date I was even more so curious about her, you know, I was like, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. She was really interesting to talk to. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed our conversation and that, that makes a big difference. Um, a, a huge difference really, <laughs> you know what, Hey buddy. Hey, hey, hey buddy, oh. listen, I'm, I'm on the podcast. <laughs> I actually brought you right into the podcast. Are you coming over? I am coming over. Okay. I'll see you in a little bit. All right, All right, love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was my son. Um yeah, so there you go. I I that so I've often said, you know, I never really made a list, but the list was in my mind. It yes, was in my head. And knew. and and I definitely got him, in my personal opinion for me, got him in in a, in the right order. You know, finally was like, okay, what's most important? Get this in the right order and date according to that list. Date according to your list, Timmy.
0: Yep. You got to set aside the romantic piece just a little bit and be practical and, and look at that. Yeah. So if it doesn't match up, you'll, it will, it will just make things difficult. Yeah.
1: I've met people that were fun, Mm -hmm. but crazy. Yeah. I've I've met people that were, yeah, whatever sexual, but, Moody
0: right?
1: or, you know, all the different, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever the things that are important to you. Yeah. But I realized, no, nah, what's most important to me, emotional maturity. I need someone emotionally mature and then, you know, on, on down the list. All right, Pammy. Well, my son's getting ready to come over. Do you want to hear a, you want to hear a song?
0: Let's listen to sweet Jessica's voice.
1: <laughs> Let's do that. All right for those listening to the podcast her, you can find her on Spotify and the band is called into the gray. And I think this is the song I really like. It's on the revelation album and it's gray G R a Y not E Y, It's not like the color. It's okay. It's, it's called the Baza breakdown. Let's hear it.
2: Holding hands, toes in the sand Under the sun Breathe it in One by one Yes, it's true Don't wanna die before living's through Every moment is a gift So don't forget to leave
1: She's so good She is
2: (laughs) The deep, salty seas. Life is good under the breeze. Moonlight fun, let it go one by one. Yes, it's true. Don't wanna die before the living's through. Every moment is a gift, so we're we'll for you to leave. Every moment to
1: Skinny Web <laughs> on the guitar.
2: it's true. Don't want to die before living's through. Every moment is a gift, so don't forget to live. Yes, it's true. Don't want to die before living's through. Every moment is a gift, so don't forget to live. Every moment is a gift. (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry. What a voice
1: though she does, and i'll be honest that's a that's not even like the best representation of her voice yeah um yeah she's yeah, she's, she's she's really genuinely has a good voice she
0: does she does yeah, yeah. she's got me over here chaired in i know
1: i, I know awesome. i went to one of her blues concert well, not a blues concert actually it was well it was a blues deal that she was asked to come and sing a couple was songs. that the women in blues yeah the yeah. women in blues Pammy, yeah. she got a standing ovation. Oh wow! People freaked <laughs> out, and it's so good because the other uh women that were singing were really, really, really good too. Jessica's just mm-hmm. like like her range is partly what's so yeah. impressive is that she can go so low and then Mariah Carey high kind of sometimes. You're just wow. like, what in the world wow. is happening right now? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope that um, our thoughts on dating and love and rela- relationships, um, you know, some of the things that we talk about, about compatibility um, and making that list, you know, whether the list is in your head, like it was for me or like Pammy, or it's written down, date according to that list and go over that. I would say, I would recommend go over the list with your friends mm-hmm. or with people that you care about to not only solidify them but also to remind yourself that as you're out there as soon as you notice that someone's has some of those things that you continue to dig into that and see what's up yeah. or if they're lacking some of those things to just not waste their time or your time right you know so yeah good stuff pammy it's always good seeing you you too Yep. yeah have a good week thanks you too. peace everybody